Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, San Diego? 301 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scravey. Chris Ello will join us in an hour or so. Where are the Aztecs at tonight? Where did he go? Oh, he went to um, Wyoming. Wyoming. And he said he told us we can expect him on time because basically you fly into where is uh, Laramie? Laramie, yes. You fly into Laramie and uh, you just drive straight to the hotel. It takes like ten minutes. Chris said. So. Boom. So Chris Ooh. will join us. Uh, Let's see what the weather is out in Laramie right Ooh, now. Oh, it could be kind of chilly right around now. Huh? Oh man, Chris is probably freezing. It's twenty-five degrees right now. Tomorrow, Chris is going to have to deal with twenty-two degree weather. So that sounds atrocious. Uh, we. I don't know what Chris would be like in the cold. I, I feel like he's is, a guy who wears a light jacket saying he'll be okay, and then he just freezes the entire time. Yeah, but he's also the type that if he's freezing the entire time, he's certainly not going to tell you. Oh, he won't tell you. He'll just be, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be mad as hell, but he won't say anything. He'll look like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, and he'll be like, I'm so warm right now. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like Chris. All right, we got some, uh, some Daily Gambit. We made some deals, some bets, I should say. Scraby, you know, did his typical thing. Let's see how it all played out. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. We're going to start with our bets from the national championship last night. I made a parlay to start everything, and of course, the first leg of the parlay was Blake Corum to have under 102 and a half rushing yards. I believe he had like 70 rushing yards in the first quarter, or some or first half basically, uh, and then he ended up with around 140 something. I didn't even look at the exact number because the rest of the parlay is dead, and I was angry. Yes, it is dead. And I think no- Romo Dunze. He was like 87 yards, so he was He's just, just under. And I don't even. Michael Penix, I believe, had 255 yards passing. So that one hit, but the other two didn't. And I lose another parlay. Of course. 
Total points in the game last night, over under 56. It was a pretty low-scoring game there for a little bit. Then Michigan scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and uh, it was 34-13, so 47 total points. Chris went under. Tony and I went over. It was under because the over-under was 56 points, as I said. Bummer. I'm on a nice little loser streak right here. Yeah, I'm joining you too. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy, quarterback of Michigan, over under 197.5 passing yards. Chris said under. Tony and I said over. He was under 140. At, so, at certain points, he wasn't even playing quarterback in the game. I don't <laughs> know what Michigan was doing. They had a whole other quarterback in there. It was kind of weird. Uh, the Clippers last night, 5.5-point favorites over the Suns. Can we say, I know the NBA season is very long, but can we say this whole Suns experiment is not working? It's, it's not. Well, partly they haven't been able to be on the court That's, at the yeah. same time. And it's the same problem that they had in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not Milwaukee, in Brooklyn with Kyrie and oh, KD, KD was and out. James yeah. Harden. So, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's uh, I know the Clippers are outside of their... L they took from the Lakers <laughs> are rolling right now. They are. They won 138-111, and all of us chose the Clippers, so we all won that one. Shea Gilgis-Alexander over under 33.5 points scored in the game last night against the Wizards. We all went over, and he was just under. He had 32 points. That guy's good. He is good. If you're, That's another loss. The only one I know, I got the Clippers right, so I'm, I'm one in three. Th- one and, one and three right one now. One and three. All right, Boston and Colorado Avalanche. Uh, it, the Avs, the Avs, as Tony said yesterday, they were one and a half goal favorites on the puck line. I chose Boston. Tony and Chris chose the Avs. Avs won four to three, but they yeah. did not cover. But they did not cover because no. they needed to win by two. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's over here cheering, and I'm Another like, loss. when's he going to realize that he lost? One and four. All right. Now I have a bunch of odds about head coaches in the NFL. So let's get started with Bill Belichick. Uh, his The highest odds would be the L.A. Chargers, plus 200. Uh, I don't see him, personally, I don't see him going to the Chargers. I just don't see it. The Patriots, for him to return, plus 300. Don't, well, I think that's more that likely than the Chargers. Yep, that could happen. Uh, the Falcons, nope. maybe he, him and Arthur Blank, they are friends, so old friends, plus 500. Does Belichick want to start from With scratch? With Desmond Ritter, no. No. I, I guess he's not starting from scratch, but they don't, I don't see him going to Atlanta. I don't either. Commanders are next, plus 600. I don't see him going there either. He doesn't really, that team is in They shambles. all traded all their good players this yeah. year, so I don't think he's going there. It's a there. reboot. Restart, I mean. Uh, not the head coach of an NFL team, plus I take 700. those odds. You'll take the I'll plus take the, 700. I'll take those odds. He just takes a year off or something like that. Yeah. All right. Carolina Panthers, I don't think he'll ever choose them, but plus 1,000. Any other NFL team, plus 1,000. And then you got the Titans, the Giants, the Saints, and the Jets. Now, I know the Giants are only said because of his history with them because they already have a coach in Brian Dable. I think they're keeping. I think that's part of the reason why they're so far down Yeah, the and the Jets... They would have to fire Robert Sala. I don't see Bill Belichick and Aaron Rodgers getting along in any way just because Bill Belichick is very no-nonsense in the public yeah, eye. That, that seems like that's oil and water. It does seem like it's oil and water. Um, for the Chargers themselves, their next head coach, number one by a lot, Jim Harbaugh, yeah. minus 210. Can they mess this up? Yes. They absolutely yes, they can. can. 
Now, as I've said before, Jim Harbaugh coached the 49ers in the NFL. He coached very well. He got them to three NFC championships, but he also did not work well with the front office. So how is this going to turn out if he's a Charger head coach and he's got to report to Dean Spanos? Maybe. He's learned from his... uh... I mean, he got suspended twice this year. I don't... I'm talking about in terms of dealing with front offices. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't feel like he's changed. Maybe he has. I can't say that for Wait, sure. You obviously. were just defending the guy. Like we yeah. talk about Jim Harbaugh, right? Yeah, Jim Harbaugh. You were just telling us yesterday how you thought that whole thing was the coaches just being. Oh, he was. Yeah, but I'm saying like it, it doesn't sound like he takes. He is. Um, Gosh, I know Tony's looking at me like, hey, think about it. He doesn't seem like he is willing to take instruction from the top. What gave you that? Okay, can we just move forward? (laughs) Because I'm going to talk myself into a corner. I got nothing else. I got nothing else. But Jim Harbaugh, minus 210. Uh, Jeff Jeff Smith, I'm sorry, the guy who's coaching the team already. It's spelled G-I-F-F, and I forgot it was Jeff. (laughs) How can you spell? I'm sorry to Jeff Smith, but G-I-F-F, that's that's tough. Wait, is it really how he spells his name? It is Jeff, yeah. Because some people in the beginning were calling him GIF. I see why. Yeah, it's G-I-F-F is his name. That's, are you messing with me? No, I'm not messing that's with That's how you. he spells his Jeff. name. Jeff, yes. How is that Jeff? So Jeff is also spelled G-E-O-F-F. At when least I, at least it's on the path. When I <laughs> when I was a kid, we had a kid spelled that way in our school, and I called him G-Off the first yeah. time. I got made fun of, I, not G-Off. I'm glad I made some of those mistakes, like speaking to myself, like... If I was unsure of something like that, I would have definitely said, Well, I was in like second grade. Oh, so. okay. Well, there you go. I was like, G-Off. My name's actually Jeff. And then I was Mr. G-Off <laughs> for like the rest of the year. Uh, ben Johnson plus 500. That's the guy that Adam Klug wants more than anyone. He wants him as his Atlanta Falcons. After his Atlanta Falcons fired Arthur Smith yesterday, he told Tony and I in the back room before the show that Ben it was, Johnson it was, is the guy. It was only funny because it was it, the context is I was asking him like, who will be your choice of, of of coach? And I'm thinking like Bill Belichick, you know, some what? And he said, Mike Vrabel. Yeah, he said Ben Johnson. Really? Like, what? <laughs> but uh, he, but to, in his defense, Ben Johnson is a, is a name that's being thrown around quite a bit. So it is. It know, is. Even though I didn't know who Ben Johnson was. Kluger did. Yes, he did. And he said that he's been looking for head coaches because he knew his head coach was going to be dismissed he, at he some point. He wanted his head coach dismissed. The only thing with Ben Johnson going to the Falcons is, name-wise, that's the same thing to me as Arthur Smith. Ben Johnson is the... Uh, Lions offensive coordinator? Yes, that's right. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to trust Adam Kluger on this one, though. He's usually pretty good with I his mean, Falcons yeah, stuff. I tell you what, Ben Johnson don't have... Uh, he don't have Jeff... Or uh, Jared yes, Goff that's true. Uh, on that team. So no, he's got Desmond Ritter. <laughs> I don't know. And in the Big Five, Arthur Blank talked about whether or not he regrets not signing Lamar Jackson in free agency. <laughs> we'll tell you what he said. Uh, so the rest of the coaches: Bill Belichick plus six hundred, Mike Vrabel plus a thousand, Eric Bieniemy on the head coaching. I don't think he's had a good enough year as an offensive coordinator. I, yeah, he was he was struggling when he had the the hottest offense on the planet to yeah. get a job as a head coach. Yeah, I'm sure after this year with the Commanders. It didn't help things, unfortunately. Maybe he was too mean to all those players. Remember before the year when the players were like, he's too hard on us. (laughs) Kellen Moore, 
The offensive coordinator for the Chargers, or possibly former, he is the last in plus 1,400 odds. See, that's the kind of move that the Chargers would make. Yes. They would do something that yes. is just like WTF. I would, I mean, Kellen Moore, although not head coaching material in my mind, he's more head coaching material than Brandon Staley was. Brandon Staley was like a defensive coordinator for two years or something. I'm not even talking about. I don't want. No, you're right though. Kellen Moore is the hire that, that they. That's use. that's the type of move they would make. Yeah, or they'll hire Jeff Smith, or Jeff Smith. Next one, Mike Vrabel. His odds on head coaching uh, teams. That let me start that over. His odds <laughs> for his next head coaching hire: Patriots plus two hundred. I think that's the only place that he fits. But they already have a coach in waiting. I'm pretty sure in New England. So. <laughs> Why is that the only place he fits? Because of his history with New England. I mean, I guess he fits at other places. Yeah. I think he could fit at any one of these places. Okay, so Patriots, Patriots. probably the highest profile. Then you got the Falcons. Then you got the Commanders, the Panthers, the Chargers, the I can, Bears. I can close my eyes and literally see, literally see Mike Vrabel as every one of those type of every one of those coaches. I think he wants an offense because he hasn't really had an offense for most of his coaching time. I mean, time. he only had Tannehill as his quarterback. He had yeah. A.J. Brown for a little bit. He had A.J. Brown well, and Derek he had Derrick Henry, too. So, True. I mean, and then he had Marcus Mariota for a little bit. He has he had at least something to work with offensively. He did. But I could see him being a command. He just If he's not Patriots, the commanders seem like a place where he could turn them around. I could see him as a Bears head coach. Yeah, Matt Eberflus, I don't think is going anywhere, or Eberflus. No, yeah, I don't think he is either. Uh, but Mike Vrabel, we talked about this yesterday. I, I said that I personally don't think he's a great coach. I think he's an average NFL coach, and here are his stats. In the first 75 games... The numbers games, bear that out in the last 24. They do. First 75 games of Mike Vrabel's head coaching career, he went 48-27, and 27, which was fifth best. His points per game was 24.2, which was 15th best. And then his last 24 games as the head coach of the Titans, he was 6-18, and which is tied for 30th. And he scored 17.1 points, which was 29th worst, or yeah. 29th best. No, I, the difference is in those last, what, 24 games, which is what, the last, what, two seasons and some change? Quarterback. Uh, is the quarterback. Tannehill got, didn't, you know, continue to play at the level he was playing at. Yeah. And they've had to, you know, they've had a hurt quarterback or a young quarterback in there, and it just hasn't hasn't worked. It's true, it has not worked because they had Malik Willis that they drafted, and it seems like they're not very high on him. And they drafted him with a first or second round pick, so they have Will Levis. It's important now. to remember, Rabel is uh, is a defensive guy. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Even when at their height, when he was 48 and 27th. 48 and 27, they still only had average 24 points a game, which was 15th in the league. So he's middle of the pack. He's never been like the offensive guy. I so wonder what he would be like on a team like, say, the 49ers. Just like, are the 49ers set up to win, or is that like a Kyle Shanahan thing? He has a hand in it all, too. I think, I think that they're as good as all of their parts, including the top. Top. All right, that's it for the Daily Gambit, Tony. Did you hear the latest rumor about Mike Tomlin? <gasps> wow, he really did. Tony gave me a sound effect. We're going to tell you on the other side. But first, your traffic report at 97.3 The Fit. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 321 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Stravey. Chris Hell joins us in the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, along with uh, Bryce Miller, who joins us at the 3 o'clock hour, right? Next Segment today, Greg? No, 340. 340. We yeah, are 3 o'clock hour. hour. Yeah, that's what I said. So uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about this uh, new rumor that you were teasing before uh, we went to break there. Yeah, Mike Tomlin is a, a very well-respected coach on this show. Uh, Mike Tomlin also, I think, is feeling the grind of being an NFL head coach because there are rumors now uh, that he may step away from his job as head coach of the Steelers to take a year off before finding a new team. And these are just rumors and all that stuff. But I don't think it's that crazy of a rumor because these 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 seasons have been very tough on the Steelers. And Mike Tomlin has to handle everything that comes his way. And I can't believe he's handled it as well as he had has this whole time. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I'm sure it it becomes uh, it wears on you after a while. Every year that you're not leading the division, there has seemingly been some rumors or conversation about either Pittsburgh needing to move on or Mike Tomlin needing to move on, and uh, all he does is just goes out and you know with a. I would say not the most talented teams in the last few years has found a way to stay at 500 above this year. They they end up in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, those things wear on you, I think, uh, over time. Now, how much of this should we believe in terms of if he's willing to step away, do a Sean Payton? I will say I do remember Bill Cowher when he was the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was the coach oh, before yeah. Yeah. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Um, when he stepped away, it was thoughts that he was waiting on another yeah. another job, mm-hmm. and he never left the TV booth ever again after that. It's probably much much easier to do a TV, and gig. you're getting paid a good amount of money. True, for without one, two days a week, the same type of the level of scrutiny that you get as an NFL head coach. Instead of spending 18 hours a day on working, you spend maybe three hours a day preparing for the game that you have or two, whatever. Two coaches in the last however many years. I mean, I've only known Bill Cower and Mike Tomlin as the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. Yeah. Those are only two that have been the coach in my lifetime. Mike Tomlin took over when he was 35 years old in 2007. Yeah, and so he's, he's going to be pushing uh, – 
He's 51 now, so next year he'll be 52. And I, I think it's not crazy for me to think that he may step I don't away think it's for cra- I don't think it's crazy at all. He's also dealing with guys like George Pickens that he's probably just so tired of dealing with. He's d- tired of dealing with a team with no quarterback. Yeah, he's he's he he also walked into a situation where he had Ben Roethlisberger as as his uh, yeah as his quarterback. Yeah, so, that's amazing. So he's for just him. he's just now experiencing the the trying to find a quarterback, and he's found a way to stay. Uh, Stay pretty good. That means 500 good at least. Yeah, here's what the uh, fans, I was reading a a Pittsburgh Steeler tweet earlier, and the fans are basically saying, we love Tomlin, but he hasn't won a playoff game since 2016. That would be eight. It's coming up on seven years. What fans are saying that? The Steelers the Steeler fans. fans. Yeah, that, that love Mike Tomlin, don't want him to go anywhere. But it's kind of like Marvin Lewis. Remember him? He was with the Bengals forever. They made the playoffs, but they never won a playoff game. And finally, they They, they sucked though, for a him. long time, too, before oh, yeah. they, they dismissed him. It wasn't like they just continued to make the playoffs and they decided to let him go. They started to like go the opposite way. They weren't very good. That's how they got... You know, some of the pieces they ended up getting. I think it would be really hard for a coach to step away, a head coach to step away, because, you know, like what Bob Melvin told told us is that these head coaching managerial jobs do not come around often. And who knows if Mike Tomlin ever gets a, a job offer again? I'm sure he will, but you just never know. And you're giving, I mean, this is Mike Tomlin's life. He's been there since 2007. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, We'll see. I don't. I don't think he's going to walk away. Personally, I mean, I would have a hard time. Believing it, it, that as it's well. really hard to see. And other football news. Uh, something that I think has been. Uh, a, I don't want to say it's been apparent, but has been something that's crossed my mind as it pertains to Austin Eckler and the running backs. Uh, there's a report out, and I don't know how much credence we can put in the report, but it says that he confirms that his Charger career is over after. Uh, I think by most fantasy standards would be a lackluster year. Uh, yeah, it was a bad that, year in that in those in those terms. It all started with Austin Eckler leading the charge for running backs to get paid more, and then he kind of held out a little bit. He got new incentives on his deal. I don't think he made many of those incentives because he didn't have the opportunity. But Daniel Popper of the Athletic, I think Daniel Popper is the guy who got who kept asking Braden Staley like. When he's going to get fired, or when, <laughs> yeah, 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 he, when yeah, he's yeah. going to give up the defense, but he said Popper is reporting. I'm not, or uh, that Austin Eckler said, I'm not going to be with these guys anymore, and it's one of those journeys that I'll always remember. But sad that it has to end. But then he kind of walked back in another report saying Austin Eckler said his comments last night about not being with the Chargers anymore were just about not being with this group of players again. He said he isn't closing any doors on a return to the Chargers. I can tell you right now, unless they pay him the most money back, or most money for a running back in the league, I think he's not going to be a Charger. He's out. He's out. He's already saying stuff like this. I mean, that's just, you know, clean up on aisle five right there. It's like, <laughs> hey, man, don't close any doors, man. They might be the one to offer you, you know, the most money. Who knows? But don't close that door. But it's, he's likely not going back there. He he doesn't seem like he fits he with that team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a fit. It just seemed like he he took that personally, that whole holdout and how all that played out for him. I think uh it, it didn't it didn't turn out the best. The problem is he's probably not going to he's still going to be looking for a big the, contract. The, the question is how old is Austin Eckler? Ooh, that is a good Because you know, they got that number. 
The uh, age, running back age number. ain't nothing but a number for the NFL. Derrick Henry turned 30, and he's like, everybody's already writing him off. Uh, he's 28. Okay, so he got... He He'll turn 29 in May. Ah, he's got one year of tread according to the NFL standards. That is true. 30 mm-hmm. is like it. Unless your name's Frank Gore, then you can possibly play longer than 30. Yeah, man. You know, it, it almost it almost is in running back's best interest now to sign with a team that already has a running back. Yeah, you that's know, true. If they're going to hold tight to the idea that, you know, you can't carry the load once you turn 30, then you know what? Then why not try to maximize that and just go where there's a two-back, where you could be, you know, one of the two-backs in that type of system. Preserve your, your contact. Because you don't get enough the money. money. Yeah, no, I know you don't. Even if he scores twelve touchdowns, somehow someone you just have try to be. You back. have to be like unbelievable with the touches. It's almost like remember as the Cowboys hadn't quite made the transition from Ezekiel Elliott to Tony, to Pollard. Tony Pollard. Pollard was like gutting teams yeah. on like twelve carries, thirteen yeah. carries. Yeah, that's what you're gonna. That's. You almost have to feel like that's kind of the model that you should be trying to get. I know there's going to be everybody, every running back out there is going to be like, nah, I'm going to be the dude that can carry the load into my 30s. Not many gonna, do you're it. You're going to have to prove it. <laughs> Not many have to can prove do it. it. That beating, that wear and tear that you are having to take, no matter how I have, I don't know this to be fact, but I tend to believe no matter how much well you take care of your body, that type of toll is just that type of toll. You you've taken those those hits, even the hits that don't even actually bring you down. You're still like taking contact. Oh yeah, that. I know that Christian McCaffrey did a little bit of different training last off season, and he did more like like core strength because he was getting injured, and he didn't really get injured this year. He didn't miss a game outside of the last game, and so I mean, you, it, it's just it is. I would love to know what his training regimen is because he does seem to if if you take out the two years he missed in Carolina those first however many years that he was there that dude touched the ball so much and that's why he's paid as the the most as a running back in the league here's a real quick I just googled it Christian McCaffrey workout consists of a five-day cycle Generally includes three intensive lifting workouts, one football-specific movement workout, and an active recovery day. So basically, he just works out all the time. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gathering from this. Yeah. You have to in order to look like that and to bounce back like that, too. Yeah. His dad was also, I don't know if, if you've read up on, on Christian McCaffrey, his dad was... Ed McCaffrey? Ed McCaffrey was a, a general when it came to how his kids ate, what time they went to bed. I think I heard Christian McCaffrey talking about this. Like, they had bedtimes of, like, 8.30 forever. Like, you know, most of us graduated to, like, 9.30, nine, yeah. 10 o'clock. They never graduated. Wow. They stayed there. They ate right. Like, his Mr. McCaffrey was uh, was on it when Seems it came very, to the, yeah. very strict and <laughs> sounds a little stressful to me, but actually. Look, what, look, he has, a, like, a literal machine, though, playing he, in he the NFL right now. He does, and Christian McCaffrey seems like he turned out okay. Yeah, he did. He did. All right, uh, let's get to break. When we come back, Bryce Miller joins us next. Talk a little Padres and uh, a little bit about Mark Sweeney. He wrote that article today. We'll get into that a little bit as well. More Gwen and Chris on the way. 3.38 on the clock, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scravy, Crisello joins us in the 4 o'clock hour. Bryce Miller will join us here 
shortly. Talk a little Padres. Talk a little Padres broadcast. As uh, he reported today, Mark Sweeney uh, will not be back with the Padres in the TV capacity that he had been in. Um, Bryce, of course, uh, also checking on him personally. I know he's uh, dealing with some things of his own. That probably a good time to check in with him on as well. Uh, but right now, Scraby and I just kind of cruising through Scraby. It was a little bit easier uh, to get here today. Uh, the oh. uh, the streets, at least the way that we needed to go today, was uh, uh, much more of a, a help than it was yesterday. I still was confused on where to go. They they. I don't know what they're doing to the streets, but they are a mess outside of our work yeah, no, right now. It, it is a, it is like a literal car maze in it order is. to get into the parking lot. But it was a little bit easier than yet. It wasn't as frustrating today as it was yesterday. No, because we actually had a way into our parking lot today. <laughs> right. Yesterday we had to go three different ways, and I, I, I like I. It, People were giving me uh, stuff for being so angry, but you didn't have no, to do it. No, so. it was it was it was a lot. It, it was a was, lot. It definitely was a lot. All right, uh, let's check some traffic when we come back. Bryce Miller. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, let's bring uh, our next guest on to Gwen and Chris. Bryce Miller joins us for the Union Tribune. Bryce, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. First, uh, a, a quick check-in with you. Uh, how's everything going with you and, and, and your health and all that? Um, you know, we're plugging along. It's been now a couple of months since they ended chemo, and the results were pretty good, and I've, I've got some other treatment and few surgical things coming but you know you just plug along and on to the next and uh you know a lot of a lot of people unfortunately in this world deal with it so you're yeah. you're 
nowhere close to alone and uh, you just you understand that you're lucky there's a lot of people who've dedicated themselves to the medical profession and developed expertise and and people that you know care about strangers at first that as you move along it's um you know you learn a lot of lessons throughout this that's for sure but feeling pretty good yeah doing okay good good certainly continue the prayers for you man happy to hear that you're doing well let's start with uh the padres off season so far has been relatively quiet but they have been able to, to to shore up that back end of the bullpen albeit with some yeah. some, some guys that I, I haven't necessarily pitched in the big leagues but highly touted nonetheless and uh, they they're trying to figure out a way to piece this thing together. It seems like Bryce. Yeah, with uh, Go and Matsui, you're as you said. You know, it seems like they have put together you know a couple of pieces at least that they need in the back of that bullpen. You know, I think people are worried that they're they haven't you know found another frontline starter, if not two. And um, you know, you've got outfield spots open, and and Jake Cronenworth's the only regular who hits from the left side and on the current 40-man roster they you almost feel like they have to deal with that in some way and so you wait to find out I mean we all know that AJ Preller it's not unusual for him to wait you know late in the process closer to spring training um, you know maybe to pull a trade or make a move and, and maybe with things going on financially at the Padres they're being a little more careful about letting the market come to them on some some marginal guys and uh because it has been has been crazy some of the money just average yeah. guys are getting paid it just seems like all of a sudden within a year or two the financial component of putting a roster together that you know the game has changed um so might look back in a year and say they didn't fill their needs or we might look back in a year and say they were pretty smart to to wait till some of that cost came down and they they found you know, pieces that fit, you only have to go back a year to, you know, what they got, you know, a huge bargain in both Seth Lugo and, um, you know, Michael Walker. So Preller has the ability to find players, um, but it just seems like the shopping list this offseason is, is pretty long. Yes, it does. We're talking to Bryce Miller of San Diego Union Tribune here on 97.3 The Fan, Gwen and Chris. And I'm going to read this uh, excerpt that Bob Nightingale published the other day. And it ends with this. They're, and he's talking about the Padres. Their World Series aspirations have melted into the goal of merely qualifying as a wild card contender. Now, I'm not asking you to comment on Bob Nightingale, but that statement that he made, do you think that's a fair statement or no? You know, I doubt anybody in the front office or anybody organizationally feels like that's what they're trying to do, but they, they've certainly with where, you know, where they stand financially, what they had to do with Juan Soto, um, all the things that we've written about and you guys have talked about that, that are kind of obstacles as they move along in the timeline, you understand why people might get that sense. Um, but it's also, you know, the flip side of that coin is, it may not be the, you know, the the Padres making a dip, you know, in, in a sense of talent and what they need. I mean, that the jury's still out on that um, until we get to the spring. But it's also the Dodgers kind of, you know, exponentially moving in front. You know, a, a team that already wins the division year after year, a team that wins the division many times by, you know, 20 games. And then they add Otani, then they add Yamamoto, then they add Tyler Glass now, then they, add, you know, and Teoscar Hernandez. And 
So I think some of the sense of that is just everything the Dodgers did too and that gap that certainly looks like it exists. But as we know, and as the Padres found out two seasons ago, it's not what you do in the regular season to a degree as long as you get the playoffs because the the Dodgers won every season series, the season series and every individual series, um, but the Padres got them in the playoffs. So you get in, you give yourself a chance, and um, look at the Diamondbacks get hot at the right time. It's money, as the Padres learned last year, doesn't guarantee anything. Uh, you still got to find the right chemistry and mix. Bryce Miller, San Diego Union Tribune, joins us here on Gwen and Chris. And, and Bryce, it, it, there's been a lot made of the deferrals that the Dodgers have been mm-hmm. able to put together. And, and as we discussed in our show yesterday, that happens. It just doesn't happen at the magnitude that you saw it happen for Otani. Right. But do you do you think you start to see this trend from other teams? Maybe obviously not at the level of, of Otani, but – does this start to kind of to kind of catch? It's a copycat lead. Does this start to kind of happen across the board now, a lot more publicly? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. It's just uh, the Dodgers found a way to build a better mousetrap potentially in terms of what the <laughs> average annual value is against you know the against the competitive balance tax every year. I mean, I think the, the the huge reaction when the when the news came out is everybody thought, now wait a second, is this you know Tani only counts against the yeah. against the CBT for two million dollars a year? No, he really counts. It's somewhere in the 40s. I forget the exact number, but it's not 70 million dollars you know every year in terms of uh, the competitive balance tax. But they you know it was nothing illegal. It was just. They found a way. Now, it, there's risk involved yeah. when you get to the point after 10 years that you're really going to have to start paying that money, even though the Dodgers have the most lucrative you know, television deal in, in baseball and uh, the group behind the ownership group is just you know, loaded with cash. Uh, that's going to test anybody when they get to that point. So you wonder what that looks like for the Dodgers uh, you know, a decade down the road, but you know they're they're willing to roll the dice over this next decade and try to win two, three, four World Series and and say it was worth it, and then we'll deal with we'll deal with the checkbook down the road. But it's one of those things till they you know go back and have a new collective bargaining agreement. I get the sense there were enough owners and people in baseball who are a little frustrated by it that I think it'll get looked at. I don't know what'll happen with it, but I it certainly will be talked about. Um, but they just found a way to defer some of that, you know, all that money and, and try to win now. And uh, it was it's an interesting approach. I guess it'll be a long time before we know if it worked out. Yes, it will be a long time. We're talking to Bryce Miller of the San Diego Union-Tribune here on Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. And I've been seeing this floating around social media for a, for a while now. And you may not know the answer to it, but you've talked to a lot of people within the organization. And people want to know whether or not the passing of Peter Seidler has any effect on how this offseason has gone. And my answer usually is probably not because A.J. Preller was in charge anyway. But what do you think? Have you spoken to anyone? Is there anything that's changed since the passing of Peter Seidler? Yeah, I don't I don't know, to be honest. I haven't really talked to anybody in deep detail. Uh, talked to Eric Gruppner before the Holiday Bowl, kind of tied to that about all the events that they're hosting at Petco and how that works with the lease and the relationship with the city who gets 30% 
of you know all the revenue and all the non-baseball revenue with those events and we got into them talking about reining it in on the free agent side and and uh, maybe not you know not having not being a competitive Valentax penalty team uh not being a payor but getting back to being a payee and um so you know i if, if peter was still around i don't think it really changes any of the financial realities of the things that the team is kind of dealing with now. Um, So I don't know that any of that changed. Now, would his, would his will to do A, B, or C, would his, um, his sense of risking more dollars here and there, which he did over and over in recent years, maybe. Um, But, but I, in my mind, if you really just, go to the 10,000 foot altitude. I don't think it would have changed any of the financial realities. It, it wouldn't have changed Bally, you know, going bankrupt, it, you know, and on and on. So it's hard to know exactly, but, um, you know, even if they, as Grubner told me, if they end up around 200 million, that's still a top 10 payroll in baseball and, yeah. and, and closer to top five potentially. So it's not like there's no money, there's no effort. It, it's not a complete 180 degree turn. It's, it's how they manage it moving forward. And um, so, I, you know, it's hard to know, but I, I don't think that really would have changed much. Bryce Miller joins us here, San Diego Union Tribune. And Bryce, you wrote a while back about Mike Schilt, uh, the Padres' new manager. Um, everything's kind of quiet down since he's kind of taken the job. But um, it, having gotten spent some time around Mike, uh, he does seem suited to to kind of handle, you know, some of the things that may have gone wrong the last year. Um, w- what's your take on 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 Mike Shilton as we get ready to to roll into spring training here? Yeah, I was. I obviously wrote. I that's the direction I thought they should go in. I I was I was a fan of the hire in terms of getting a, a real true blue baseball guy. Yeah. I, I liked Bob Melvin still do. And I think there's a more complex nuanced story about what happened there. Yeah. Um, in that situation. Um, but, but Mike Schild is just a rock solid baseball guy. Um, you know, it was, it was differences of a, opinion and, and working together with the front office that got him let go in St. Louis. They won every year. Um, they were a good baseball team when Mike Schilt was the manager and there's no reason to think, you know, the more you talk to people about him and the more you hear the stories about how he handles things. And I remember at the time I called Greg Garcia, the former Padre, and he told me a bunch of stories about him. And, uh, he's, he's a guy who's been in this game for a really long time. He's wanted this game for a really long time. He's got a, a good sense. And I think he's got a good balance of, you know, when to hit the hot button and, and when to hit the cold button. Uh, Cause it's a long grind, as you know, Tony, a long season. And you, you can't be one of those guys all the time. You've got to really pick your spots to be effective. And I, I think that balance and that ability to manage a, a, a room full of a lot of different personalities and paychecks, I think he's really well suited to that. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Bryce, uh, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, man. Uh, spring training—it's not not that far. It's, it's coming around the not, corner. Not, not that far. Got a little Aztec basketball between now and then too. A lot of Aztec Real, basketball between there and now. Real quick, uh, Bryce, do you think that yeah. them not being ranked until this week is just the biggest travesty <laughs> going on in college basketball right now? Well, well, I don't know about the biggest tra- travesty in college <laughs> basketball, but. 
but it was strange to see, you know, Gonzaga still be in the rankings after, you know, the Aztecs won up there by double digits in a place that's really hard to win. Yeah. They've won their last five games by double digits. Um, they're playing with a lot of new pieces that make you think they're going to get better over time, which they always have done under Steve Fisher and Brian Dutcher. Uh, Cause you did replace, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys, but I didn't know if this team could be nine deep in the rotation like it was a year ago, but right now they're playing about nine yeah. deep. Yeah. And so those guys who are getting more minutes are getting better fast. And so I think the arrow's up on them for sure. And, and they were going to work their way back into the rankings anyway, but uh, they got a, they got a game this week. And then Saturday, I, I think it's Saturday there at the pit in New Mexico. That'll be a big one. That'll be a good barometer litmus test to see where they're at. Because uh, that's a really tough place to to win. Yeah, through the amount of games they've played uh, thus far, this is as good as as they've looked this early. And I, I would venture to say that year that you know the the season got canceled. This is this they they've looked yeah. really good to start this year. Bryce, as always, yep. man, appreciate appreciate catching up with you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bryce Miller, Union Tribune. Um, always uh, always nice. To, to catch up, especially to hear the, that everything's moving, looking like there's moving in Definitely. the right direction in terms yeah. of his own health. That's scary. Uh, for sure. But he's right, man. I, I, he, I, there are a lot of folks who are, who are Aztecs um, or who are covering the Aztecs that feel the same way. It, it's quite weird to see them not in the top 25 as long as it was, even after the Gonzaga uh, beatdown. Now, please, if... I'm not going to put anything in the universe, but I would hope that they wouldn't banish them after, like, one loss, you know. Like, usually happens to Mountain West teams. Get, or just the Aztecs, actually. Get ready. Get I, well, they're not going to lose, so they're not going to lose, so it's all right. That, that'd be great, too, if they decide not to lose. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to break. Uh, we have the 4 o'clock hour coming. Priscilla yes. Yes. will finally join us. Hopefully. Hopefully, because we do have a Chris versus Defend. It's... Might be pushed back or <laughs> might be canceled for today. We'll see. <laughs> We're going to Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.